Star Wars News Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabunker. And I'm Kenton Larson. I have nothing. I have nothing. <laughs> I, I thought, I'm like, I'm going to say something clever and funny and I don't have it. Normally you go right into it and uh, I, I, li- I like the idea of a podcast where, the, where both the host and the co-host both go, nah, we don't have anything. I don't have an opening and then we should, we should play the outro and go, that's it. That's it. Thanks. Don't let the force <laughs> shoot ass. No, um... I was making a joke about my beard, but I, I just, I can't. It's I can't very Luke Skywalker well, or The Last Jedi. <laughs> Although no. you trimmed it, and I thought you had a complete haircut no, the other I'm day. No, I'm not. I really need a haircut. Although you brushed it, you said. Yeah. You brushed it. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I'm, I'm just working on my Wookiee cosplay. That's all this is. <laughs> I have not actually shaved in, in months. Uh, really, I haven't. And um, I've been alive 50 years. I've never said to somebody, oh, you got you got yourself a, a haircut, and, and have them respond with, nah, I just brushed my beard. <laughs> I just groomed myself. <laughs> I just took a brush to my facial hair. Uh, I love it. Lots going on in the world of Star Wars this week. I have a ton of stuff to get to, but before we do, I have to. I'm, I'm starting our favorite segment: stupid Star Wars headlines. Oh, Jabba! What now? What are you talking about? Huh? What? Goodness gracious me! Oh, there's so many. Thank you, Flipboard. There's so many stupid. <laughs> Headlines. What do you got for us this week? Here's the headline. This is from comicbook.com. And the headline is, Mark Hamill trolls Star Wars fans with episode nine title reveal. Oh, yes. I, I clicked on this. Oh, do not. By the way, I'm trying to do this as a, as a public service. Let's. I will click on these things to find out what it is. Do not click on clickbait headlines. I will do it for you. <laughs> uh, I will, I'm How happy. How much do you charge for this? I'm, well, not nothing right now, but we'll see. Um... So, so what happened here, this is not even worth uh, an article, and this is why I'm highlight- highlighting it. Uh, someone tweeted at Mark Hamill, at Hamill himself, and his funny, his Christmas name is Mark Ho 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 Hamill. <laughs> um, Hi, Mark, do you know what episode nine is called? And he says, exclusive, it's called hashtag episode nine. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's not he's trolling fans. But it's not a title it's reveal. It's not the title either. The title reveal is the misleading part of that headline because there's no reveal. It's episode nine. So we basically, let's nine. rewrite the headline. Okay. Mark Hamill tweets joke. <laughs> That's it. About episode nine. You could say that. You could say if you really want – like if someone had like a, a Google search going on or a, what's it called when you have the um, – the words that, that you oh, get Google about, alert, Google, yeah. Google alert about episode nine. Do you have that set up for yourself? I have it set up for Star Wars, okay. and and oh, trust me, that's just it's as good as Flipboard <laughs> for the bad headline, because anything published, you get a collection yes. emailed to you once a week or whatever frequency you want. Yes, and that collection is depressing because so, a lot of it is that stuff. So you could put episode nine in there in case somebody was looking for news from episode nine. But it, the true thing is that it's just a joke. Mark Hamill tweeted a joke, which is not worth an article. You just Hamill tweets joke. I'll just follow him on Twitter and I'll see the jokes he tweets. Why not? Why not just retweet them from your own Twitter account that you let people know you saw it and that you're sharing it? Yeah, that's what Twitter's for. All right, let's get to the uh, the big news of the week for me, anyway. You almost got the part of Han Solo and just missed it at the last minute. Nick Nolte. That would have made it a ten times better movie. Nick Nolte is my favorite actor ever. 
because he always looks like he was like roused from a really bad hangover and just kind of pushed towards the camera and he just kind of he's just great with his gut hanging out over the pistol belt and just not really committing to the whole idea of it ah hail chewbacca go fix a goddamn hyperdrive some ah jesus christ Ah, hell, Chewbacca. Luke, that's not a goddamn space. Ah, Jesus. Fucking droids. Beep, beep. Jesus. God, my head. That is, uh, that's a bit from Patton Oswalt, uh, which is hilarious, and it's been animated by Starktoons. I found that video on YouTube, and that is just to lead into the news that Nick Nolte has joined the cast of The Mandalorian. So we may see that in, uh, in a Star Wars canon. Well, that well, and I I do believe, by the way, and the the video shows the mugshot, everyone's favorite mugshot, right. Nick Nolte. But he was shooting the Hulk at that time, yes, I believe, he was. and that's why he looked. He was in. He, he was, was a character, right? So I think a lot of I think I think he gets a lot of credit for being rougher than he actually is, based on the way they made him look in the Hulk movie. Okay, that's what I think. I think. I think there's a little bit of uh, explanation required. You have to admit, though, the last few movies he's done, he's kind of had that look. Yeah. Like in uh, That's his look. Tropic Thunder, he was the— uh, Tropic Thunder? Yeah, I Tropic remember, Thunder. I he don't was remember the, him He was uh, the guy with no hands who really didn't have—who really did have hands. That was Nick Nolte? Yes. He was like, let's put him in the shit. And he was like the—he was the guy who uh, who wrote the book that the movie was based on, Tropic Thunder. Why and in heaven's name am I not—can I not recall you to, that? You have to watch that movie again. It's an amazing film. Well, I remember Robert Downey Jr. Junior, which, by the way, <laughs> even as a joke, I don't think you could do that anymore. No, that was uh, and that was not too long ago. No, hey, not no. even ten years ago. That film, even as an in joke, playing a character who uh, is dressed that way. Yes. I don't think you could do that anymore. It's it's funny because it is a very uh, uh, cool satirical look at Hollywood. That's what that, yeah. that movie is really really good for. It's that. Sticking it to Hollywood. It is. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. But yeah, I don't think you could get away with that these days. I don't think you could. Okay, so Nick Nolte is joining the Mandalorian. What do we? What, who do we think he's playing, or what do you think he's going to be in the in the? Uh, uh, he'll be series? playing Boba Fett. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Boba Fett, Boba Fett's uncle. <laughs> or, uh, he's going to be playing. Uh, what would he play? Some sort of a shopkeeper or bartender, yeah. or or some sort of a oh. smuggler, maybe. Okay, let, let's just set the scene. I have gone on the record saying I do believe Boba Fett will be a character in the Mandalorian. Yes. Whether and I believe. I'll go further and say he is the Mandalorian. I'm sure he is the Mandalorian. Yeah, yes. I, I, everything, all the f- pictures from the set that we've seen, which haven't been many, but all look like Tatooine. So you know we and it's and it's after Return of the Jedi. Yes, we, we know what happens in Return of the Jedi on Tatooine. So the stage is set. Maybe some other Mandalorian comes back to look for Boba. Maybe, and maybe uh, his cousin. Maybe his cousin uh, Johnny Fett. <laughs> Tim. Johnny Fett. There are those who call me <laughs> Tim. I think, and I worry, that Nick Nolte is just going to be like a Max von Sydow guy sitting around yeah. for a bit. Yeah, that's, that's very realistic. However, I, I hope it's a bigger role than that. I well, hope it's more like John Voight on uh, Ray Donovan. I've I not hope, seen that show. It's not good anymore. Oh, okay. But it, it, the first two seasons are delightful and well worth seeing. But then after that, I don't care what he's fixing. He's a fixer. I don't care what he's fixing anymore. <laughs> Um, but uh, John Voight is on that show, and I I think he's still on that show unless his character's dead. I mean, it could, they could have killed him off by now. But he was like the perfect amount of John Voight on that show, and I think Nick Nolte could play a similar perfect amount of Nick Nolte. Okay. Yeah. Is it Nick Nolte or Nick Nolte? What did I say? You said Nolte. 
I'm famous for uh, my own pronunciations <laughs> of actors' names, so I, I'm gonna guess it's not what I said. Okay, Nolte. Nolte. Nick Nolte. Did I say Nolte? Nolte? Yeah. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> That's okay. there's no accounting for taste. But yeah, I, I, and and he's not the only new. Yeah. What was he? So now, I wasn't aware of this. The, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Apollo Creed himself, the original. Apollo Creed, uh, Carl Weathers. Yeah, is in he's, it. he's in it, and uh, I didn't know that until you told me this morning. Yeah. So, I this, mean, this show is skewing old. He is Lando's dad. <laughs> That's, I'm just joking. Hmm. That's that is. Let a, me think about this. No. What's the timeline? Uh, he, oh, no, uh, maybe he's Finn's dad. Although I he's probably about. the same age as Billy D. But think about Billy D. Back then. Um, that's a joke. That's a Tracy Morgan joke, by the way. And like that's like the only two black guys in Star Wars, and that's an ongoing. They've done that on Saturday Night Live, all kinds of things where they've had you know. There's not a lot of people of color in Star Wars, so well of late they've uh, well, they're much better now yes. than they used to be for sure. Uh, but yeah, th- that doesn't have anything to do with what who he could be playing. Um, so Carl Weathers is a known for you know his, his kind of. Tough guy roles, Action and Predator, Jackson. right? Predator, Predator, Pre- Predator, very good Predator. Action Jackson, which I don't think is as good as I remember it to be. I don't. I've not. I saw it once. Yeah, a me long too. Time it's ago. been a been a long uh, time. But I've, it's I've been so it. long that Nick Nolte could be in it, and I don't even know. <laughs> but he also had a very funny role on uh, Arrested Development as well. Remember Ooh, Carl Weathers yes. I think playing himself, which was really funny. But you know what I like about this casting news? Now, okay, and we we're, and I've already mentioned this could just be. This could be bear, blink and you miss them kinds of roles because right. you never know with Star Wars. And it's a series too, could have, so it could be just one episode. Even, even Gwendolyn Christie was announced with great fanfare, and it really produced nothing. <laughs> the Star Wars well, and the yeah, overall Star fair, Wars, yeah. and Laura Dern too. I mean, okay, Laura Dern was in Last Jedi, you know, for a fair amount, but uh, even that was only in passing, sort of thing, as we learned at the end of the film. But um, uh, I hope. That the that these cast members have a, a larger role to play. I like the idea that this is skewing older. I I hope that this can be like what I envision as a the perfect scenario is that this is like um, a Star Wars Game of Thrones with a big and it appears because we've got Favreau directing Mandalorian. Favreau got, wrote it as well. We have big name actors, big name director, um, uh, lots of money getting dumped into this thing from Disney. Some directors that are on board. Taika Waititi is directing an episode. Yep. Bryce Dallas Howard, well-known actor. Well, the guy, that one guy is the director of Thor. Yeah, Ragnarok. Taika Waititi yeah. directs Thor Ragnarok and What We Do in the Shadows. He's yeah. oh. very, very comedically centered guy, so it's I'm interested to see what he does with it. I actually think it's going to be closer to the West world of Star Wars. Like, it's going to be... Right. It's, I think oh. it's a Western in its feel. I would be happy to have the West world of Star Wars. Yeah. I would be delighted with the same attention to detail and storytelling. And droids. And, and droids. Re- realistic looking robots that look like humans. They don't have that in Star Wars. Hey? They, no, they, they don't. They totally have the technology to do that, but they don't. I wonder why. Uh, they tried it once. Didn't work. When did, it, <laughs> when did they try it? I'm just kidding. Is that what Lobot is? <laughs> that's that's um uh, in the movie. What's one of my favorite lines from Reservoir Dogs, where he's like, where they where they're like, why can't we choose our, choose our own colors? That's what everybody like, wants to try it Black. once. Doesn't work. <laughs> that's right. And you can't so, be Mr. Black. So I like it. Why? Hey, have you guys ever thought about putting the skin on top of the drawer? <laughs> tried it. Doesn't work. Yeah, that's right. all, that's yeah. all you need to yeah. know. That would that would be think, think about the robots or the droids rights movement that um. L3 was starting back in Solo, and uh, that would just take it to the next level. If they looked like humans, they would have to fight for for the rights even more. Yeah. Right? Anyway. By the way, I just thought of something. Maybe uh, Carl Weathers is playing the Eddie Murphy role from uh, 48, 48 Hours, hours. <laughs> and so the two of them 
together are like buddy two cops. wacky buddies busting asses in a galaxy far, far away. That yeah, could there be you good. go. That, that could be a good show. That could be the. That could be. That could be. That could, that's a series on its own. We don't need them to be uh, in uh, an episode of the Mandalorian, or maybe they are Mandalorians. Maybe they're both old Mandalorians. They're like they're wearing the armor. It's all busted up. It's interesting because we don't see a lot of the Mandalorian culture in any Star Wars film. It's mm-hmm. something that's kind of reserved for the TV series, and it was a big part of uh, Rebels, of course, because yeah. um, that main character is a Mandalorian. And there was a lot of episodes that took place on Mandalore and and looked at their culture and the Clone Wars. For my liking, there's almost too much Mandalorian content and the extended animated universe yeah and we don't we haven't really seen a lot of them other than boba fett yeah we haven't seen a lot of them in this time in this part of the timeline around the uh around yeah. the original trilogy so yeah it's, it'll be interesting to and, see what they do I'm, I'm kind of excited and i will say here's the biggest tribute that i can pay this uh it's all of this news and that is for the first time last week i went maybe i will get this Disney streaming Disney. service? Yeah, maybe okay. I'll get it after all. Because I thought, and maybe <laughs> Nick I'll, Nolte did it for you, or was it Carl Weathers? Uh, uh, well, I, I like the idea that we're getting grown-up Star Wars uh, over over think- a long stretch of a TV series, uh, being uh, with 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 big names. I don't like, think it's going to be that grown-up. I think it's still going to be fairly kid. Friendly. No, that's I don't. It's gonna yeah. be like a PG. It's gonna I'm be like Star Wars. A PG. I'm not expecting Game of Thrones level nudity or something. <laughs> but I, but I just mean in terms of storytelling. Like there's great shows on HBO that aren't, you know, that don't have Swearing challenging content. Like what to them? Uh my beautiful. My no. What's the, what's that new? My brilliant friend. It's a beautiful, a delightful okay. show on Sundays right now. I don't watch just that. Just del- beautiful, beautiful. Okay. <laughs> oh, then again, it is a foreign made thing being shown. I was going to say Silicon Valley is the only one that consistently doesn't have nudity, but there's a lot of swearing in that in that show. People like that they can make. I mean, it's part of realistic conversation. Uh, although it's not part of realistic Star Wars conversation, right? So Star Wars doesn't need to have swearing because people don't swear. Mm. What's a swear in in uh, a Nerf herder? Is that a is that a swear? Not Star really. Wars. Like what what is a it's Star a Wars down. swear? Uh, Who's scruffy looking? Like that's a that's a swear. That's a put down. There's no swearing. There's hell. We know that there's hell. Yeah, Battlestar Galactica has their frack. frack. Yeah, but do we? Don't we have? There must be something in Star Wars, don't they? Bantha Pudu. Well, that's that's like shit. That's so bullshit. Po- Pudu is like shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's bullshit in the Star <laughs> Wars universe. So that's the closest one we can think of. Let oh me just boy, think. Pudu! Come on, we can do better than that. Yeah, that was the first. Like in the in the prequel. <laughs> that's a prequel one. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. The prequel had a few of those. <laughs> Although Bantha Pudu came up many times, I feel like more than probably three times in the prequels. I think we heard Bantha Pudu and, and then translated into English in the subtitles for us. <laughs> so we could go, oh, oh Bantha. Is Watto saying that? Watto Bantha says Bantha Pudu. Anyway. Uh, well, I think Sebulba says it. Oh, that's I right. I think we hear it a few times. Yeah, yeah. you know way too much about that. Um, <laughs> about Sebulba? Uh, yeah. I want to talk about, uh, speaking of, I know you just, we already talked about it briefly, but the uh, you talked about the end of Boba Fett and he gets thrown into the Sarlacc pit. Does he ever? Um, there is a real life Sarlacc pit here in Canada. Yeah, there is. Uh, this is something that came out last week. They discovered a new cave. Although they discovered it months ago. It's just kind of yeah. coming out now that it's been, it's been discovered. And it, basically it's a giant pit in the ground, but they say it's a huge, the biggest cave in Canada and one of the biggest in the world. They saw it from a helicopter. Yeah. How how hidden could this thing be? Well, it's it's, I think. it's not. It's in the ground, and it's not something you you'd have to like walk up to it just because it's in the mountains, right? Yeah. It's like 500 kilometers north of Vancouver, 
in the mountains, so you wouldn't see it unless you were flying over top. And uh, and there's a, you know there's a cave in Mexico that looks like this. I can't remember what it's called, but I remember seeing it in a film once. So it's like it's like you would have to drop in there vertically. So it does look like a pit, and the people in the helicopter named it Sarlacc's Pit because of its similarity to. Uh, the Sarlacc, although there's no tentacles, there's no beak yeah. thing coming out. There, you know, I know that's special. There's edition. no, yeah, there, there's no. Despite people, the fact there's nothing relating to it other it's just, than it's, it's a just pit. a pit. That's, that's it. Right. But the, I guess the people flying that helicopter were Star Wars fans, so they, yeah. they've named it that. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I think someone should go there and actually outfit it with some foam tentacles and make it look like the Sarlacc. <laughs> or, you know, you could even do it digitally. Someone should do that digitally, actually. That's a good, that's a good idea for a little video there. Make a. Make it uh, cut that into footage from Return of the Jedi, so that uh, or dress up in Boba Fett cosplay and jump go. in. There you go. Ah, and play a Wilhelm scream as you fall. Right, and then never come out and go. Is he alive or dead? Is he alive or dead? Thirty we, years later, alive no, it or takes dead? Like a thousand years to digest. Right, that's how long it takes the Sarlacc to digest things. So. Right. So, well, but you'd be dead before you're fully digested. Is right. The exactly. Idea. Exactly. Right. He doesn't. He doesn't keep you alive for a thousand <laughs> years. That'd be. Although that would be worse. It'd be probably better in that situation to just die. Yes, it would. Yes. Um, so that's cool. I like that. I like uh, the, I like that uh, some scientists named a Canadian pit after uh, Star, <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars fans, man. They're everywhere. Everywhere. Um, we had our first look at the Millennium Falcon in the mm-hmm. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Park. They, they released a photo of it. Now, uh, this ride... It looks cool. It looks it looks awesome. It looks very cool. It looks just like the Millennium Falcon. I don't know how the logistics of it are going to work. So you've been to Disney World, although you were a yeah. kid when you went. Yeah. And they probably didn't have – no, I'm sure they didn't have this ride. So when I went a couple of years ago with the kids, they had a ride called Mission to Mars, which is actually in the Epcot um, uh, Park. And Ep- Epcot Center was being built, I think, when I went there. Oh, there you go. Okay. So yeah. And so you, when you went, it would have just been the Magic Kingdom and that's it. I, like, I think they had uh, – if I'm not mistaken – Oh, I think Space Mountain was around. Ah, yes. Was that Epcot? Yep. Is that no, part? No, no, that's in that's in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, that's, okay. That's All right. So, yeah, I'm just trying to get my mind around what was there. I don't think that was that any of that stuff was there. So what I'm imagining this what they're saying about this Millennium Falcon ride is that it allows you to pilot the Millennium Falcon through a mission, right? So I think it's going to be a motion kind of ride, um, similar to what we call. There's one called the Wild Thing, which has always been like the kind of go-to. For references, it's when you get into this thing and it moves around and you on the screen you're on a roller coaster and it feels like you're really on a roller coaster. It's like mm-hmm. a simulation. And so when I was in Disney World, they had one called Mission to Mars, which is uh, starring Gary Sinise. Um, and it was clearly made like back in the Apollo 13 days for Gary Sinise. Uh, oh, I, I, I forgot. Think they, I think yeah. they grabbed him off the set of Apollo 13 and said, okay, here, you're a space commander. There's a mission to Mars. Go. And so he's like the commander. He's talking to you through the screen, and you're sitting in this thing, and it's, it's supposed to be looking like um, the cockpit of a, a rocket ship, right? And so you go there, and you fly through asteroids, and you and there's like some controls. Everybody in the – there's four people per pod or whatever. Everyone has a different role. One person fires the boosters. One person steers. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't think it really anything really affects the outcome of the thing. That's I think right. it's all It's all like pre-planned, and yeah. no matter what you do – you're still gonna create. You're still gonna, you know, complete the mission. Uh, so I b- imagine that's what this this yeah. Millennium Falcon ride is gonna be. You're gonna have to do the uh, Kessel Run, and one of you is Han, one of you is Chewie, one of you is Lando. I don't know who else is. And one is Kira, I guess. That's who was in the cockpit for that that Kessel Run. Um, no, so you each have a different thing to do, and uh, yeah, that's gonna be. And they're gonna. Like, I think there's up to like 200 people can go on this thing at a time. What? Something like that. So that they're gonna. 200. Well, they've got to turn these things around, man. They got to be boom, boom, boom. Like they, the lineup is gonna be crazy for this. Uh. They've got fast pass. You got to get in there, and they got to they got to rotate that through. No ride at Disney is like more than three minutes long. 
I don't think. Uh, the, star, the waiting time is longer than the, the ride The Star itself. Tours, uh, it's funny, when we went to Star Tours, which is in Hollywood Studios, there was like virtually no line. It was so weird. We went early, though. We went early in the day. There was virtually no line. We get in there. That was awesome. That was another one of those like virtual motion things. So you get into the ship and you're uh, being piloted around. C-3PO and R2-D2 are there to take you through it and they incorporated i went there after the force awakens they, they incorporated some force awakens some jakku footage of the millennium falcon flying through the star destroyer stuff and it was very very cool so uh, i'm i'm looking forward to this again this is uh this is on my go-to list for family vacation 2019 or 2020 whenever this thing opens mm-hmm. we're going to be heading back down to to disney well, to check th- this out i'm not motivated by going on rides i never have been but okay. uh, but i do but it does look cool and i think with kids that's that's how you need to go there bring the kids yeah yeah that's, i just don't think you don't think the adults are going to be lining up for this there'll be some there'll be some it's like <laughs> you know lots i think there's going to be ton, more adults than kids yeah, lining up for this yeah probably at first <laughs> At first, you got to get all the Star Wars geeks. That's right. Everyone's yeah, gonna yeah. be flocking. Yeah, like if to... I were in the if I were in, uh, in the neighborhood, I'd go see that thing. If I were in that state, but I, uh, I don't think I'd ever make a special trip to go see. Okay, it. but what about like the cantina? They're gonna create the Mos Eisley Cantina, and you can eh. go there and order a uh, order a blue milk. Imagine what stuff. the wait will be for that <laughs> well, at the I, bar. I imagine though. I wonder if it's gonna be like the character restaurants. Oh, that would be such a good idea, but expensive. So they have um, character restaurants. Disney. What I what I was most surprised about at Disney is the affordability of a lot of the options there. It's not super expensive. Gouge you for everything. They have varying degrees of prices. You can actually eat, get a, get a meal there for like ten bucks or whatever, like a normal restaurant, mm-hmm. like a fast food restaurant, and you can get really good tacos. Actually, we had great tacos in uh, Frontierland. Yeah. Um. But uh, there's also the high, on the higher end of it. It's called a character restaurant, and you have to book in advance, and it's at least fifty bucks a person. Yeesh. And um. And it is. Uh. You sit down to eat. I think it's a buffet. Mm-hmm. I don't know actually. And the characters are there. All the people dressed up like Mickey and and uh, Donald Duck and Tigger and all those characters are all walking around. It's for the kids, so the kids can say hi and have photos. So that's one of the ways in which you can interact with characters at Disney. The other way is to wait in line for photo ops, which also happens. But I wonder if this this cantina will be like one of those restaurants you book in advance, fifty mm-hmm. bucks a person, sit down, and then you go in there, and all the Star Wars characters are in there, like Darth Vader serving you. Hash browns. Well, how bar like can it be if kids are allowed in there? Uh, well, they can't. They can't just say adults only. I don't think anybody. Well, this is going to be its own park, but there's no alcohol served in any of the Disney parks. I don't believe. What? Uh, maybe one. Now I'm really not no, going. No, I think maybe one. There's one club in Disneyland club. I don't remember what it's called. Club Thirty Three or something like that. It's like an exclusive. Club. Club Seriously, this is where they used to like all the rich people used to hang out in the '60s, and it is still like a private club. But you can go there and get a drink. Um, there are parts of Disney, like the overall Disney World. Uh, you can go to Disney Springs, which is more of like a shopping district. Go to a restaurant, and get a drink. But yeah, in the Disney parks themselves, there's no alcohol served. Long lines, tons of kids, no drinks. Oh boy. <laughs> Where, I don't know, where, Dan. Where you're, do not you doing a very, you're not doing a very good job. I'm not job trying to. I want, selling this. I want less people to go. I don't want you to go there. I will go and I will report back. You don't have to go. You can live virtually through me. Well, and my do kids. what I do. I go to um, every year, I go to the Carberry Desert here in Manitoba and I oh, pretend God. I'm in ta- Tatooine. You really? 
No. Oh. But although uh, I've never been there. Oh, you've never. Well, oh. here's the thing. It really is a desert. And actually, the military trains there. You're aware of that? Oh, I didn't know, you that. know that. Yeah, yeah. They they actually simulate like Afghanistan and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Okay. But you can go on these um, walks, and they're ama- They're really amazing. Spruce Woods Provincial Park for people listening. And you go on these beautiful walks, and you really do get to uh, to dunes and stuff that really look like they could be Tatooine. And so, of course, when you're there, you got to like it really does. I mean, that's enough to really feel like you're in the Star Wars universe, let alone getting on a Millennium Falcon. Someone should do. I know some guys who do something called the Frontier LARP. Uh, Oh, yeah. LARPing is live action role play. And these guys set up these uh, situations. They did one recently uh, at the old military base in Gimli. And they set up like a post-apocalyptic situation there where you're in in these barracks. Like they, they use the real buildings and stuff. Someone should tell them to go out there to do a Star Wars LARP. They, oh, they can yeah. totally set up like a cantina and stuff. And I think the main them. issue is in uh, summertime, you get a lot of hikers through there. Oh, well. and so it's it's not as, you know what I mean? It's not as secluded. <laughs> it doesn't have to be secluded. Go during the week. People just go, what's going on here? Ever, go, ever gone to the beach like on a Tuesday or something and you go there and nobody's there? Yeah. It's like the greatest day at the beach That's ever. That's right. You can never go on a Saturday after that. One of the benefits of having our job. Is that we're off in the summertime, so we can go on weekdays if we want. Absolutely. You know what? One of the benefits of having our job is not marking. <laughs> I was wondering At when you were going to get into that. It's like 25 minutes into the podcast, and you, you brought it around to marking. How much marking have you got to do there? Oh, I st- I'm, I'm, pr- I'm in good shape. I'm in good shape. I still have to mark uh, some tests and uh, IPPs, which are projects in our program, mm-hmm. and I'm good. So I'm, I've, I'm, I've been, I'm not procrastinating this good year. Good for you. I'm on top of it. Um, yeah. Any any Star Wars references in your uh, marking so no, far? Not so far. I'm trying to think of. I, I know you have your students. I saw you oh. tweeted out students drawing your yeah. pictures. Did anybody make a Star Wars ad for Ritz crackers? No, but I did. And usually, I, I steer. I spent a whole semester telling them to avoid the licensed properties. Yeah. But there is a a part of the test where they have to name like there's different kinds of branding. And one of the things, uh, and licensed branding is one of them, and brand extensions. And a few people pointed to the Marvel Universe as brand extensions. Uh, the, the idea that you have uh, the Avengers, and then, oh, that was successful, so we'll extend that to Black Panther, and we'll extend that, like, all those brand extensions. And I, and I thought, as I was reading that, you could actually apply that to Star Wars. Sure. Well, maybe that's what they're trying to do with The Mandalorian. It is what they're trying yeah. to do, which is yeah, which is extend the brand. Yeah. Ex- take, you have a successful brand, then you extend it. And the danger with extended, extending it is you can erode the initial brand if it doesn't go well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that kind of ties into my next topic, which is these new shorts. Have you seen these? These new animated shorts they've done from... So I have I'm, not watched them. Okay, I'm going to play one right here. This is All right, let's see like it. super short. They're like a minute long. So what this is, they're using audio from the original films and reimagining it as uh, as animations. So this is... And this is on the Star Wars Kids... Um, YouTube channel, which only has 42,000 subscribers. That seems really low. Hmm. This uh, video has only got 77,000 views, which seems low to me for a Star Wars thing. But let's let's give this a watch. I don't know if you can see from your angle, but... I can. In a galaxy of adventures, Luke will face the Emperor. You will witness the final destruction of the Alliance and the end of your insignificant rebellion. Everything that has transpired has done so according to my design. I will create a grand army. The Republic will be reorganized into the first galactic empire. Your fleet is lost. 
There is no escape. The Alliance will die. As will your friends. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is very cool. I like the animation style. Me too. Uh, it looks different. From anime a little. Little anime, but uh, also looks hand drawn, not computer generated, which has been what we've been given for the last, you know, however many years. Anime rhymes with Nick Nolte. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. The, so this one obviously, and there's a bunch Those of. Those are them. cool. Who, who's making these? This is well, Star uh, Lucasfilm is making them, and they're using it the way I've I've seen this kind of marketed. Is like this is a way to get your kids into the original films. Like if you wanted to get your kids to watch the original trilogy, why wouldn't you just show them the I, original? trilogy? I don't know. That seems like a good idea this to me. Is, this is like a it's a gateway drug into like the original trilogy. Clean the palace. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's it's a cool use of the sound. Like uh, the one thing I liked about that one we just watched is that it's a collection of of Palpatine clips from across the six films that he's in. So um, you know, it's got him starting starting with him and Luke and Vader in his in his room on the Death mm -hmm. Star. And then it goes back to the prequels and him being the Senator uh, Palpatine, who kind of plots the beginning of the the, the downfall of the uh, Republic and all that other stuff. So it kind of shows the flashbacks and then comes back to the present. And it tells the entire story of Palpatine in like a minute and 13 seconds, which mm. is really cool. Um, there's one here, Chewbacca versus Hollow Chess. Uh, let the Wookiee win. Okay, let's watch this one. This looks fun. <laughs> He made a fair move. Screaming about it can't help you. Let him have it. It's not wise to upset a Wookiee. I see your point, sir. I suggest a new strategy, R2. Let the Wookiee win. Those are fun. I like is, it. is that new dialogue? Is that no. newly uh, recorded dialogue? Or that's no, this is all existing uh, audio from the original trilogy. Huh. Now, one thing I noticed in that one we just watched, they show a shot of Chewbacca kicking Greedo's ass, which doesn't happen in the films. No. But I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the thing, part of this is that they're kind of reimagining what this could look like. Maybe that's the little Greedo from uh, episode <laughs> one. Whatever that guy was called. Well, he was supposed to be little Greedo, but kicked the, he kicked the living shit out of that guy um, at some point. At one, there's another one I watched about the trench, like when they're going to to uh, destroy the Death Star in the trench run, mm -hmm. and they absolutely used a clip from Empire Strikes Back, like Wedge going, "Ooh, that got him." Um, oh, I like that. Part. That is from Empire, but they used it in a reference to the first film. So they are mixing it up a bit. They're not yeah. like stuck sticking certain dialogue with the with the movie it's actually from. So this is like a greatest hits Star Wars. It's hard for to kids. It's just little animated shorts. That's all it is. Using audio, and they've they've reanimated. So I imagine they put together the audio first. I don't know. I don't know how they go about making this. This but looks like a make work project at Lucasfilm. <laughs> it looks like well, like you're sitting some... around too much. So why don't you make some <laughs> make some digital shorts out of these audio clips? <laughs> Sounds like an assignment you might give a class. Yes, that's right. Although I can't imagine it would take a long time to create these. Yeah. They're they're really well done. Um, so that's on yeah YouTube. They're, just look up Star Wars Kids on YouTube and you'll find it. Galaxy of Adventures is what they're called. And there is, what, 20? There's, what, 20 wow. of them? Uh, so you can watch the entire collection in as much time as it costs to watch a 
or a half hour sitcom. Yeah, basically. for sure. Yeah. You can just watch all of them. And so it's a kind of a cool thing. I really enjoyed when they did the first Clone Wars shorts back in the day. Oh, I love those. Before those, those, uh, those again, hand drawn, mm-hmm. um, uh, really cool animation and very cool looking. And it really made me excited about the prequels, something that never was able to do for me before. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, they were really well done. I, I bought the DVDs for those. Yeah, those are yeah, great. Those are yeah. excellent. So this is kind of a, another one of those kind of things. So cool. Yeah, go. very nice. Thanks for drawing my attention to these. Yeah, they I, would, look I great. would definitely check it out. Are, and there's some there's some prequel ones up there too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, they have like um, they have. What am I looking here? It's not just original. Most of it is original. Well, they, there was references to the prequels in that one that we just the Palpatine right. one. So they kind of go back and forth. They seem to be more focused on characters. Like there's one here. There's one for each of the major. Is there a Yoda? No, there's no Yoda what? one. Yeah. Because I was going to say, show me the Yoda. No Yoda. No Yoda. Oh, yeah. Maybe they're going to do some more. There's one on Han Solo, one Is there on a Leia. Boba? Is there Boba? There's no Boba. There's Luke versus the Wampa. Okay. There's Darth Vader. There's uh, a, couple, there... a couple of Darth Vader ones. Wow. Is there Sebulba? There's no Sebulba. Chesco Sebulba. Chipoko Umen Gisa. Mitisa Radical Banapi Chapa Chawa. Picked up any Star Wars toys? No, I look all the time. I, don't, I have not been buying, but uh, and they, you know, as what I said last time, they've got the entire Han Solo line now at EB Games, and they don't appear to be moving. They're sitting on the shelf. I think because just the expense of them. Well, I wanted to tell you that today Amazon is having uh, Star Wars deals on toys. Um, this is something that came out. I saw the news story, and, and so you can go on. They have a certain Star Wars. They did Marvel last mm-hmm. week, I think. So Amazon is having this. I think 12 days of Christmas sales or something like that. And so uh, I thought this might be a good opportunity to look through and maybe highlight some possible Christmas presents for each of us. Um, as, uh, as if any of our uh, family or loved ones are listening, they might uh, get some <laughs> hints here as to what Ooh. we I was asked. Today I was asked to give a list um, so my kids know what to get me for Christmas. So these are some of the things that um, we could do here. There's a lot of Funko you know, Aren't pop. you one of those dads that says just give me some free time? Give me an hour of quiet, <laughs> or give me a Sunday. Um, okay, so here we have oh Star Wars classic twin full comforter. I could, I would love to have all of these nice. be a, a king for me, but I think I would, I would love to have like a full adult set of like comforter and sheets, like I had when I was a kid. Oh, that'd be did great. You, you had that when you were a kid, I right? Did, yeah, I sure Everybody did. did. The ori- the, well, there was only one you could buy back then, and so when you see some some of those classic photos, it's always the same bed sheets. Yes, unless it was like. Somebody went off the grid and made their own or something. Um, we do have a set for Luke that mm-hmm. uh, kind of gets, you know, every time we change the sheets, we end up putting it on there once in a while. And he does kind of enjoy those. Um, lots of BB-8 merch. We have a, a whole set of, like, these USB drives. So, oh, I have a Darth Vader one. Yeah, there's Darth Vader, yeah. BB-8. Storm I back Trooper, up all Han my Solo. work files onto the, uh, my Darth <laughs> Vader USB. Um, oh, Disney Star Wars Jedi Knight Adult Comfy Throw Blanket with Sleeves. So it's, what's that thing called? With the sleeves, a snuggie. Uh, a snuggie. You got to get a Star Wars snuggie that looks like Obi Wan's robes. That's what's next cool. to it? What's that? Uh, what's the uh, the uh, what are those Praetorian Guard there? What's oh, this it, year. Yeah. This is a figure. Um, this is action figure. Oh, I was ho- I thought that was the snuggie. No, that'd like, be cool. that's cool. Twenty inch action figures. This is pretty big. Yeah. Um, I'm not a like, big fan of those ones. They 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 lack detail. Well, I mean, this is more for just putting on your shelf and leaving right. there. Um, but they do have some black figures here. We have. Uh, Val Mimban, uh, who's that? Oh, is that from uh, yeah. Solo? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, Val. That's, that's right. That's uh. They have that one at EB Games. Okay. It's very cool. It's very. It's a very well rendered. They figure. have a. They have one for. Um. There's this. There's. Oh, these are the the uh, smaller ones. They have the snow. The um. What's it called? The Trooper Range Trooper. Yeah, the those are great. Yeah, I've got that boots. guy. I've got that guy. He's too cool not to buy. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. There's that guy, but that's not the black figure. That's the smaller. They call. Oh, it I the, thought that uh, was. No, they call the Vintage Collection. Those are the ones that look smaller. They're the regular three oh, and a quarter, three right, three right. quarters, and they uh, they come in the packaging that looks like the old yeah. packaging. Uh, lots of Funko Pop here. Um, you know what I noticed at EB Games? They've got an incredible supply of Christmas gifts that are. That appear to be boxed uh, in a Christmas way, but for all different fandoms, including Star Wars. I don't know. I don't know if they come that way or they they do them there. But it looked uh, looked like they were already uh, they're, they're wrapped and ready to go. I they could be doing that. That could be yeah. a tactic they do to, to sell that stuff. Yeah. Um, I love how like EB Games has slowly kind of gotten into like the merchandise other than games. <laughs> it's well, like it's like you can go there. I actually went there looking for a controller, an actual yeah. Xbox controller, and it could not find the, one. The game section is shrinking <laughs> there. Is. I know it. It is even the used ones. I don't know what's yeah, happening. I don't know either. Everyone's just downloading them now, or what? I guess so. And all the used ones are all the older ones. I don't know if people are trading in their newer uh, Xbox games. By I the way, know. I have not had a chance to play. I said I know I said last episode I was going to play um, Battlefront Battlefront Two and I have not had a chance to so hopefully over the holidays I'll have time to sit down and try out all the new DLC for yeah. Battlefront Two I think that looks really good yeah yeah they do have some so they have like I see here they have Star Wars the Black Series Legends Jaina Solo oh yeah which is not a that character. one never came here well that that's not a character from uh, canon it's a no. it's a you know extended universe character that's Han Solo's daughter Han yeah. Leia's daughter which doesn't exist although maybe she does maybe it's right. <laughs> <laughs> I say I say she does exist. That's right. Um, oh, look at this—the Chewbacca mask, the famous Chewbacca mom mask. Uh, we yeah. have one. Of, we have and one of these actually. There is a new uh, show on Netflix called Meme Something. Do you know what I'm talking nope. about? It's being advertised heavily on Netflix, Meme World or something like that. And uh, there's the, in the preview they show all the different. Uh, on people online that um, that sort of had some degree of fame, and one, ah, of, them, one yes. of them is Chewbacca Mom. Okay, you know these prices are pretty good. I got to say, they have a um, Obi Wan Kenobi Force Link figure uh -huh. uh, for five fifty nine. That's, that's that's Canadian. That's pretty good. They also have the Mister Potato Head Play School Friends Star Wars Mini Multi Pack Collection for eleven forty nine. So that that comes with uh, Obi Wan, Kylo Ren, Princess Leia, and R two D two Potato Head figures. We Ooh. have the Kylo Ren one. On its own. Cool. Yeah, so there's some good... So if you're looking for some good Star Wars deals, check out Amazon. Yeah, or... Uh, Although, given the state of our uh, postal system, I don't know if we would get it in time for Christmas. Uh, hey, I, <laughs> I, I actually tried to put an order through Amazon. They wouldn't send it because of the postal strike. Yeah. They're, they're actually declining orders. Like, even though the they've been ordered... The, the uh, postal workers have been ordered back to work. There's still, like, a backlog of a million packages or something like that that they didn't get to. So wah, they're, wah. they're kind of suspending all their promised delivery times. By the way, this is the Canadian thing we're talking about now. Yeah. So people know. Oh, yeah. We're in Canada where postal workers go on strike oh. every single Christmas. Okay, here's what I want. This is my to Christmas wish list. Top of the list. The Last Jedi Little Guys Woven Tapestry Throw Blanket it's a blanket that you can hang on your wall with porgs. That's, that, <laughs> look at this. This is what it is. So it's like, you know, like when you were like, this is me. When I was in my 20s, I had this this wolf blanket <laughs> that I hung on my wall as a decoration. This is my bachelor wolf pad. Wolf blitzer, you No, no, no. It. A wolf. A wolf in a full moon. Oh. Like that kind of a wolf. Oh, I thought it was wolf blitzer. It was a very comfortable blanket. But I, for a while there, I had it on my wall as kind of a decoration. And, uh, and this is the same thing except with porgs. Look at that porg. Look at that. 
Oh, how beautiful. It's got like a, a kind of a fringe around the edge. It's it's a uh, wow. That's that's just I need that. I have to have that. All right, what else? How about uh do, can you get the milk creature? <laughs> <laughs> milk dispenser. That's right. Oh, that'd be hilarious. If you could get that, I would want that. <laughs> So I could aggressively take a sip, <laughs> like Luke, just like my hero Luke did in the film. I saw a recent video on YouTube that was um, everything because there's a series that calls it's called Cinema Sins or Cinema Wins. And so they do everything wrong with this movie, everything right with this movie, and they did everything right with The Last Jedi. It's 45 minutes long, this video. So this person who makes these videos, I don't know what he's called, but you can look on the Cinema Cinema Wins on YouTube, and it was a huge, like a 45-minute argument against the haters, saying, this is good, this is a good movie, watch this movie again, it's good. Yeah, and and he goes through everything. There's so many good points in it, and we've talked about a lot of them on this podcast. But there are so many things to take away from that film that are good, and there just there are too many people out there who kind of focus on the negative and don't embrace it. And I'm worried that they, you know, they've now lost their Star Wars fandom because of that. Yeah, uh, I, you know, it's a you, it's a debate you can't win. Because, yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's a it's, matter of opinion, right? It's not none of it is based in fact. So, well, it's all based on the classic. You know, I I don't know anything about art, but I know what I like, and I don't like that. Yeah, and you know, just the other day, I listened. I, it's been a long time since I listened to any Star Wars podcasts, other than our own, of course, um, <laughs> because I love the sound of my own voice. That's right. But, uh, but I, I listened to Star Wars Underworld this week, and they still like stuck it to Last Jedi a little again. Like they sort of. They were they they were the podcast that right after they saw it they did not care for it or I shouldn't put words in their mouth but did they there say were, that there were people on that show who did not care for it and were mad and then they sort of were they're still Star Wars fans they still come around they're Canadian so you know um, one of them is anyway so they're you know they they come around at a certain point and go <laughs> oh maybe I was wrong eh so so they come around at a certain point and do that and then. The, uh, last week, they once again seemed to be a little shaky about it. They seemed to be like sort of coming back around to, to, um, to be in a little, showing a little frustration toward it. I can say, really. So yeah. So I, I, I just think that there's if you didn't like it, it's hard to talk yourself out of the fact. Like it's, it's like Phantom Menace when we all wanted to like it, but it was hard to talk yourself into it. Yeah. But there's elements I do like about Phantom Menace, and similarly, there's elements I do like about Last Jedi. But I think folks who just decided this is not for me, it's just not. You're just not gonna. It's like people who voted for Trump. <laughs> you know, like is there any talking so any you're, sense? You're, you're comparing Last Jedi haters to Trump voters. No, I'm just saying people who go all in with their opinion these days, in particular, tend to stay that way. Okay, it's very hard. Like. You know, in class, we talk about the principles of persuasion in PR class and how to persuade people. It's hard. It is. And, and the, harder now than ever before. Right. The yeah. overriding rule is nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. So if nobody cares about the point you're trying to make, you're not going to move anybody. Yeah. Right. So I think, uh, you know, it's 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 tough. It's a, it's and especially if you're dealing with pop culture, forget it. People just like what they like. They don't like what they don't like. It's like me hating. Although I hated the last Avengers movie. And then when I saw it again on the plane, I was like, oh, all right, there's elements that I do like about it. Whereas originally I was like, this is shit. I hated all of it. I was like, this is garbage. It's a trailer. It's a two and a half hour trailer for another two and a half hour movie. This is shit. 
blah, blah, blah. And I left there. And then when I saw it again on the plane, I was like, eh, that was okay. That actually segues into my next topic, our final topic, which is uh, we started this podcast episode talking about episode nine. I want to finish up talking about episode nine. I'll get there by saying the uh, the Avengers, the new Avengers trailer dropped last week. Yeah. Did you watch it? I did. Okay, so it's called Avengers Endgame. Um, and it's funny because I just read an article talking about the Russo brothers. Apparently they believe that – uh, the era of the two-hour movie is over, and movies have to be at least three hours now to, in order to be good. Pardon? That's what he says. That's what they say. Two oh. hours is not enough time to tell in a compelling story. It needs to be a three-hour movie. Oh, for And to that I say, if that's your story, get a TV series because that's like, you know, you, you can't – I don't think anybody's going to accept regularly – like, can you imagine a three-hour Star Wars movie? We almost got it with The Last yeah. Jedi. We got like two in a – was it 220 or something like two hours, 20 minutes or something? Even something I love tends to drag over three hours. Yeah. And they used to put on intermission in movies yeah. that were three hours long. Like Gandhi had an intermission yeah. where you'd get up and you'd stretch your legs. You go get some popcorn. That's Gone. a great idea. They should do yeah. that, actually. They should do that. That's what they used to do. And, yeah. and uh, the David, all the David Lean movies had an intermission. Like you can actually still watch movies, some classics where the card comes up and goes, intermission, do, 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 and it plays like the- Like the Monty Python famously, right. they, they, they mocked it. That's right. But uh, That's where that came from. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, so but yeah, if you're going to sit- Three hours. Well, the thing is, think about it, it's three hours plus half an hour of trailers beforehand, and you get there early because you want to get a good seat. So sometimes you're sitting in that seat for four hours. That's, yeah. Come on. Um, but anyway, all this to say that uh, I thought it was interesting that for the Avengers film, for the next Avengers film, they did not reveal the title of that film until the trailer. Endgame. Endgame. Yeah, I tweeted because they're saving up bum rush. <laughs> they're saving it up. So but, they went. And I mean, but, they, but but what about Ender's Game? Well, there's this you is freaking end. There's oh, all kinds of. A lot of please. people have an issue with the title. I don't care. I don't care either way. It doesn't end mean game. It doesn't mean. It's, anything and to by me. the way, really, this is the end. This is the end of Avengers. Well, it's going to be end for some of them, not all of them. Please. Um, <laughs> the beginning of the end game, part two. So, do you think that we might like? I was. I used to think until I saw that. I used to think that we were going to get the title of the next Star Wars film ahead of the trailer. Do you think they might do the same thing for this and wait until the trailer drops before it's they possible. give us the title? They have never done that before. They've always given us the title ahead of time. It's possible. I mean, Star Wars, uh, though, is rewarded with um, well-timed leaks, and as we saw, because Solo didn't have time. To do the well time, yeah, leads, and that ended up not being, I, I, I mean, I don't, I, it still made a heap of money, but less than what I guess was expected. But I think part of that is the timing. I'd say a lot of it is the timing. But now we're almost a year away from the next film, yeah, um, and they're gonna have to start doing something pretty soon, I guess, to get us, get us excited about it. Well, and some of the bad news on, uh, or the bad headlines on Flipboard. Um, have the speculation about what the name of the movie is and stuff, but none of it. It all sounds bullshit again. Okay. So uh, I, I don't know. I don't think they'll do that. I think we'll get it, the name. You think they'll get the name? So we should be getting the name soon. Yeah. Maybe we'll get the name like around Christmas, like exactly. What is the opening date? Is it December 18th? You know, what? one thing I wanted to say is that it's Christmas time, of course. It's, it's, yeah, you know, we all have around. nothing. We have two weeks, and it feels weird to not be going to a Star Wars movie. For the yeah. first time in like three years. We had st three Star Wars movies in a row at Christmas time, and I was starting to like that. And this year, nothing. Normally, I'm fighting to get the marking done in advance of the. So Star we can go Wars. see the Star Wars. Yeah. Yes, we've done that a couple yeah. of years now, and there's nothing. So I think you know. I guess the short answer is we should. They should have waited for Solo. They should have waited till now to release Solo. Yeah. Um. I'm not sure why they didn't. That's still something that bothers me. I don't know why they didn't just wait, and release it at Christmas time. But they're trying to get into the summer. 
blockbuster season, I guess. Yeah. Get Star Wars back to that place, but I think it's a better fit for Christmas. Well, they trained us to like Christmas now. Well, yeah, but if you think about the like this is case. Okay, so this is the other there's two times a year where where it's big for movies. There's summertime, summer blockbusters. There's Christmas time, not usually because of summer blockbusters, but because all the Oscar movies are coming out right now. So we mm-hmm. have all these um Oscar contenders in theaters, limited runs until after the Oscars, and then they go they go wide, right? Mm-hmm. So they can get out and, and take advantage of all the all the uh the buzz. But uh, we also have some big movies coming out right now. Aquaman is coming out. Uh, the new Spider-Man, eh. Spider-Man animated film is coming out. Eh. What? Eh. That looks good. Eh. They got Spider-Ham. Uh. Peter Porker. Eh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> eh. um, so th- there are a few bigger titles uh, coming out. I guess maybe that's it. Maybe that's it for the big blockbusters. They've got the new. Uh, oh, you know what I'm excited about? Movie? The Laurel and Hardy movie. That looks good. Yes. The, oh, yes, I love good. Laurel and Hardy. And also, I sound like I'm 90, but I do. I love Laurel. Speaking and of Hardy. Laurel, ha- Laurel and Hardy, we have the new Sherlock Holmes with uh, the modern day Laurel and Hardy, Will Ferrell, and uh, and what's his name there from Step Brothers and and all that stuff. That's uh, also coming out. So there's a lot of big movies coming out this this holiday season. And again, it feels weird. Maybe they're all taking advantage of the fact that there's not a Star Wars movie coming out. So they no, think of course they, they, they are. Yes, like of course they are. Yeah, okay. But well, although Star Wars proved to be fallible on the last run, so now maybe well, because people... because it didn't come out at Christmas time. Yeah, people will be coming after it thinking maybe it is fallible. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, well, it'll be... Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it next year. That's... Pretty damn exciting. Almost a year away, and I think we'll get. I don't. I'm gonna predict right now. I think we're gonna get the title and the trailer at the same time at the oh. su- at the Super Bowl. That's when we're gonna get it. Oh, Super Bowl! Tra- I'll say trailer then. I think we'll get a title before then. Okay. Well, we'll see. Let's see. They gotta do it soon. Yeah. All right. That's gonna do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vadabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the forest hit you in the ass. I'm taking an awful risk, man. This had better work. Where did you dig up that old fossil? That's no more. No, I.